You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And we are live with the Standing Room Spartans podcast. I am Kevin. He is Scott. We've got week three picks for you. Uh, we've been saying this for like two years, so we're finally committing to it. We're going to keep these episodes shorter, which means we are cutting out the uh, the intro chatter that you normally kind of hear from us. So we're getting right to the picks here. Uh, before that, real quick, follow us on the social media if you like it. The links are in the bio. Share with your friends if you like the podcast. We appreciate that. We need some Apple reviews. So if you haven't uh, and you're listening on Apple, we would really appreciate if you could uh, leave us a quick review on there. We haven't gotten any in a little while, so we want to boost ourselves up in the algorithm. But that's it. That's my intro. Scott, this is uh, the stage is yours, and we will get to our run your pool picks. Make your picks. If you haven't already and you're in the pool, make your picks. All right, we have a great slate this week. Um, I'm excited. They kind of get more tantalizing as we go. But we're going to start with uh, the game in Lincoln, the first game in Lincoln without Scott Frost at the helm for Nebraska. So number six, Oklahoma, rounding out the home and home that started in uh, Norman, right? Norman, Oklahoma last year. Number six, Oklahoma travels to Nebraska Noon on Fox. This one opened, and we're picking at minus 13 and a half for Oklahoma. Um, and DraftKings has it down to minus 11. So the folks like Nebraska with the points so far. Uh, Kevin, two touchdowns. Can Oklahoma go to Lincoln and, and give a punishing to Nebraska? We were just talking about how when I make picks and even when I make bets, I'm a vibes guy. I'm a gut guy. I don't really get too deep into the numbers. This is this is a vibes game. This is a, a gut game. Scott Frost is out, right? And you've started to see some stuff on Twitter. For those who haven't, there are like pretty substantial rumors flying around there about him being hungover and late for like many practices. There are stories about him getting too drunk to have a meeting with a five-star quarterback. There, there was the golf team complaining because he was taking up all the time on the golf simulator on campus. Uh, he's out. And I feel like this is the ultimate, like just rejuvenation of the team. Everybody's got good vibes. Coach is finally out. We hated that guy. 
Um, then interim coach comes in. It's probably, I don't even know who it is. It's probably like the special teams coordinator. The guys love him. They're going to play for him. This is all vibes. Nebraska gives up 500 yards a game. I don't care. I'm taking Nebraska. I read that uh, the new interim coach, which I'm trying to get the name up, Mickey Joseph, I think. Yeah, Sounds Mickey right. Joseph is the first black coach in Nebraska history. Let's go. And that's not for their football team. That is for their entire athletic department. Oh, geez. Uh, take it for what it's worth. Good read look. into it or don't, whatever. Nonetheless, um, yeah, I, I was competing. Speaking of vibes between the two outcomes when things like this happen. One is you get your one-week rally around the new coach, right? Usually you get one week. The second week goes back to bad football. Or you just skip that week and it just gets bad to worse. The the drain plug comes out of the whole program and things just spiral. Um, I think Oklahoma's defense is good enough to prevent Nebraska from really getting on top of this game. Um, they've held UTEP to 13, Kent State to three, and uh, I think they'll cover the two touchdowns. I could see Nebraska hanging in this one on vibes and then just kind of let it flutter at the <laughs> end. Uh, they have a habit of that, but just add like a touchdown and a half to their normal script. I do think... I don't think it'll happen, but I would love to see them win a one possession game in Scott Frost. So good for like fourth quarter, the drive finally like caps with a win in against number six. I mean, it would be the ultimate middle finger to the guy on his way out. That is the drug that all college football fans need. That's just <laughs> that's the whole injected into my veins thing. Like, and Nebraska fans, we've talked about, it, they deserve it. I mean, they oh, yeah. they've been through some. They've been through enough. They're loyal. They deserve this. Uh, that is the the reality I want. The reality I think will happen is that Oklahoma covers the uh, the two touchdowns. So give me Oklahoma. Um, traveling up to the West Coast, one state down from where our Spartans will be this Saturday. Number twelve BYU takes the trip to the coast to play at number twenty five Oregon in Eugene. This one's at three thirty on Fox. Kevin, what do you think? I uh, I I I think this is a little opportunity to buy low on Oregon after they got smashed by Georgia two weeks ago. I feel like that is kind of just hanging in people's heads of like, man, they were so bad. I think Georgia's going to do that to a lot of teams this year, and we're going to end up looking back at Oregon as just kind of another team that Georgia killed. I think um, I think this is a good spot for Oregon. BYU's coming off like a really – physical emotional overtime missed kicks all like crazy win last week and i know that they're experienced but coming up to oregon who has a good offensive line byu might be without their top two receivers uh but give me oregon here i think this is a nice spot for them i went back and forth on this one for a little while um speaking of gut and vibes i had this feeling that byu just travels well they just they know how to go on the road and play stiff competition in hostile environments. Because they're all like twenty seven years old. And they're from like Samoa, so they're already way far from home. What's a you know, a couple states over at that point. Um in twenty one, BYU was three and one on the road against power five opponents. They're independent, so they have weird schedules every year. But last year they went three and one against the power five. Um I I I did go back and forth on this, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I like BYU. I like them outright, but I'm going to take the points just to be safe. 
Uh, the the line here I forgot to mention is minus three and a half. Oregon is favored by three and a half. Opened there, it's still there. Um, people don't know what to do with this one. The books don't know what to do with this one. I'm going to take BYU with the points. Disagree in the first two picks here on the game. This could be interesting. We haven't actually taken a look. Um, if you stick with us the whole episode at the end, we'll go through yes. where we stand on the pool and where Kevin and I stand because I don't think we've some shout outs to the leaderboard here. Um, next game here, and then we'll do our uh, we'll take a quick break. I'm just, that's a reminder for Kevin. Uh, number <laughs> 22 Penn State, speaking of rounding out home and homes, is traveling down to SEC country to play Auburn. Um, Auburn's not ranked this year. This one's at 3:30 on CBS. So if you're not into the West Coast game, you can go down to uh, to Auburn, Alabama, and check this one out. Run your pool. Opened this one. Penn State minus two and a half. And it's pretty much the same. DraftKings has it right now. Penn State minus three. Uh, Kevin, Big Ten SEC matchup. There's a lot of uh, bragging rights in these in when these two conferences come together early season. So what do you think? Yeah, so it was a fun game last year too. Um, I, dude, the the Auburn offense is so bad. I, their quarterback is throwing for like 190 yards a game, and they've played Mercer and San Jose State so far. And you might think, well, you know, they get they got up early and then they just ran the ball. They beat San Jose State 24 to 16 last time I checked. That's a one possession game. This was not just coasting. You didn't need to throw the ball. This is just an inability to throw the ball. Uh, Penn State's got a good defense. The the one thing that I think will flip this for Penn State is if that Nick Singleton kid is for real uh, and that Penn State running game can really get going, then Penn State will easily win this game. He had, what was it, like 170 yards last week. It was the first time that they had had a 100-yard rusher in like a decade. Like Not really, but in a long time their their run game has been bad the last couple of years if this nick singleton kid is for real then uh then this penn state team could be a, a little bit of a problem late and and the other thing is it's kind of rare to have this in week 3 but penn state already has experience going on the road at night in a relatively hostile environment in the big 10 and beating purdue so they're they're not going to kind of get caught sleeping early in the season with this one yeah, I uh, speaking of that Purdue game, I picked Purdue week one, and it was a great environment. I mean, say what you want about Purdue football, that place was rocking. For big one. games, they get up. Yeah, um, and and Penn State burned me on that pick. They went in there and they got the job done. This feels similar, and I think Purdue's better than Auburn, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so, yeah, I mean, give me the road warriors of the 2022 Nittany Lions in this one. Um, to cover, I'm not going to say anything about outright, but it would be great to see Penn State bring a, bring a win back to the Big Ten for us. Yeah, we need it. We definitely need it. And uh, like we said, we've been doing this through Run Your Pool all year long, and we are giving you the updated lines from DraftKings as well. They are an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And this week, customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly if you want more action, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. So this Sunday, if you bet on any team to win, if your team leads by 10 at any point in the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place 
a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN for the Pigskin Podcast Network, of which we're a proud member, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And, of course, our partners over at Raycon. Uh, I've been listening to the, like a lot of Irish rock recently, some Dropkick Murphys, nice. The Scratch. If you've never heard The Scratch, check them out. They are fantastic. Uh, and I've been listening on my Raycon wireless earbuds, of course. Raybons, Ray, Raycons, everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. They give you eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life, at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder they have over 50,000 five-star reviews. They've got noise isolation, awareness mode, earbud, tap functions go to buyraycon.com today and use code tppn15 to get 15 percent off your raycon order that's code tppn15 at buyraycon.com score 15 percent off buyraycon.com code tppn15 what's next game up well, first, I'm going to plug Run Your Pool. We're currently at 36 entries for week three out of 73. Uh, we have had some folks miss last week, which gives an opportunity for folks to catch up. Maybe last week was your first week. Maybe this week is your first week. Listen, as this season goes on, some folks, they're going to miss a week here and there. You got a chance all the way through the season. So get your picks in. I think last week we had about 50, 51. So still holding steady. Uh, keep rolling with us. It's 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 been fun so far. Um, we give out give out probably a, a nice prize at the end again we'll announce that next week i'll put that in, oh in stone here we'll announce all the, over the podcast the commitment week. is out next week we will announce the prize it'll be something good um and, and currently i'm looking at the leaderboard we have a solo lead b white he's nine and five through two weeks uh we've got a, a handful of people at eight and six but we've got a solo leader uh, last week we had B White was five and two that was tied for the lead with uh, Spencer Dayton ninety seven and Bo underscore Joe so one uh, all great weeks last week me and you Scott not so good I three and four you were two and five on the week I think I was four and three and then uh, don't slander me I see a Spartan Martin at two and five wait a minute I see a Sparty Martin. <laughs> is that is that your like and opposite picks? Hang on, I thought I was in second. I thought I was tied for second in the pool at eight and six. Now I got to scroll to find myself. No, I'm there in, is. I'm six there is eight. a Sparty Martin. I didn't notice that. Listen, That's Sparty Martin, if you're listening, we need to get like a boxing match set up or something. We need to fight over this because is this your brother? This is, I hope it's your brother. It could be. It very well could be. Although I don't think he's a staunch podcast listener. So that's amazing. Uh, we did have we did have two people last week. You know, so I always want to shout out the rough weeks because uh, it's it's already rough enough. So we might as well rub your dirt, your face in it a little bit. Uh, Tom Manette and Nate, one and six. We had no zero and sevens like we did uh, the previous week, but. One the, and six, not a great way to go into a uh, week three. Nate rounding out the caboose for folks who have put their entries in for Ooh, both weeks yeah. at three and 10, but he's not in last because he got his picks in. So Nate, great job getting your picks in. See, it pays to get your picks in every week. Um, all right. Recentering here. 
We got three games left on the slate. We're going to go to the night games. We have three night games left because MSU is a night game. We finally get to put them where they uh, obviously MSU belong. last. So Texas Tech at number 16, NC State. Interesting Big 12 ACC matchup. Uh, this one's at 7 o'clock on ESPN2. I cannot remember the last time we had an ESPN2 game on our picks, but, you know, it's rough out here early weeks, so you got to kind of dig when you... I think we, you, we had one. Did we? For sure, last week or the week before. I can't remember which one. All right, so the line for this one opened at uh, NC State favored by 9.5, and, a half, and it, on DraftKings right now it's NC State by 10. Uh, so it hasn't moved around much. Kevin, you like the Wolf Packs or the Red Raiders? I like the Not Red the Raiders packs, in this one. one. I uh, yeah, uh, I I watched uh, quite a bit of that Texas Tech Houston game last week. It was like double overtime. It was a lot of fun. Uh, this Texas Tech quarterback, so they're they're kind of going back to their like air raid roots, and so they'll spread you out, and then they've got a really nice and mobile quarterback. Um, I, I liked what I saw from this. Donovan Smith was his name. Um, and this is basically the first team that NC State has really played this year. And they struggled week one against East Carolina. Um, and and week two, they played another cupcake. So this is, I mean, the first real test for them after they got tested by a bad team and kind of failed. Uh, Texas Tech coming off of a game against Houston, who's one of the better G5 teams out there. So uh, I like Texas Tech. If you're going to give me, what was it, 10 points, nine and a half points? Either way, I, I like Texas Tech here. I, NC State was like an off-season darling, but I mean, they, it's two weeks and they haven't really shown me anything. I had mostly the same notes. Um, he struggled against East Carolina week one. I think they beat him by one point, right? Um, you may have already said that. It's just too many points, right? If this was like a pick then I'd really sit on it. Or even like right. NC State minus three, but 10 points, uh, I think Texas Tech keeps it single digits and comes out with a win against the spread so we're finally agreeing on oh we had penn state also look at us getting back to our chummy roots yeah um all right this one probably this one the most intriguing matchup for me i think number 13 miami at number 24 texas a&m after falling 18 spots in the ap poll uh one of the bigger falls from grace we've seen in the poll in a long time nine o'clock on espn Texas A&M still favored, opened at five and a half. It's down to five, but I, I know they're the home team, Kevin, but they, I mean, we all saw what happened last week. It was bad, man. Um, I I feel like, so, so this is not going to make any sense, but this is where my head's at. Uh, first of all, everybody is on Miami, right? So that makes me nervous. Whenever the whole public is on one side, that's not a usually a great sign for the the betting accounts of those people. Uh, there through two weeks, obviously they played Bethune Cookman and was it Southern Mississippi? Blew them both out. Great. Um, and we all know what happened with Texas A and M last week, losing to App State. I put in a little sprinkle on the Miami money line for this one because I got some nice odds on it. But if I'm going to pick against the spread, I'm going to take Texas A&M. I think 
if if Texas A&M wins, they will win this by more than a touchdown. But if this is a close game, I think you know what happened last week and the fans at home all being just really restless. I think if this is close, Miami wins. But Texas A&M is still for as bad as that offense was. I mean, they're still just ridiculously talented. And if and I think more talented than Miami. So if Texas A&M wins, they're going to they're going to kill this spread. But so I'm I'm taking Miami to win the game and Texas A&M to cover five and a half, baby. <laughs> um, you're falling into the value hole, the value trap, where you want the value of uh, the underdog outright win and you want the value of the favorite with the points. You know what's going to happen, right? <laughs> it's I, of course it's going to be a close Miami win. Um, I I don't Miami feels really untested, and Miami also is a team that just hasn't played well in these games yet in the last few years. But obviously, new regime, new culture, no more turnover chain for better or for worse. Uh, Mario Cristobal for is worse, down there for sure. I'm I just like maybe Texas A and M just isn't very good. That's that's what I like. Maybe they just suck, and nobody wants to admit that because they were supposed to be a challenger in the SEC West, and the media can't let go of that narrative because then what are they left with? Bama in a cupcake schedule? They can't be piping that into our speakers into our living rooms. (laughs) But maybe Texas A and M just isn't very good. Um, Let's hope so. This feels kind of like a pick 'em to me. I'm taking Miami with the points. Um, I'm going to be right when Miami loses by two. (laughs) <laughs> and both your bets do not cash. You're just pouring money into the pocketbooks in Vegas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give me Miami with the points in a close one. All right. The granddaddy, the first big test of the season for our Spartans. What likely I'm most so who excited are listening, for this one uh, came here for. So if you don't know by now, Michigan State's ranked number 11 in the AP poll. Washington is unranked. This is in Washington, on Lake Washington, not the ocean, which a lot of Spartans, I think, got educated on that this week. Uh, nine o'clock, no, not nine o'clock, 7.30. Don't listen to me or you'll show up at halftime. 7.30 <laughs> on ABC, primetime ABC Scott game. told me it was on at nine. I don't yeah. know, guys. <laughs> Sparty Martin told you it was on at nine. Spartan Martin said 7.30. Um, so this one opened. Well, it opened in the summer at MSU by like three and a half. Um, but it opened this week at Washington minus one and a half and has moved to Washington minus three. Uh, we're picking at one and a half, just to be clear. Um, Kevin, this is by far the stinkiest line of the season so far no. uh, for MSU, maybe in any of our picks. I'm sure there's some bias involved, but... You trust the stink? You trust the Spartans? What is it? Yeah, dude, we were just talking. So first of all, I've been thinking about this all week of like, why did that line move so much? And people kept coming back at me with like, well, it's the Big Ten's uh, history and road Pac-12 games and Michigan State's history. I'm like, but they knew that. That's not new information. Why did it move? And I think it probably comes down to just Peyton Thorne generally not looking very good. And maybe Jaden Reed is a little more banged up than we think. Maybe that cut on his back is, you know, a little bit bigger of a cut than we thought. Like, I I don't know. 
but that's that's my best guess at why this line is what it is is they don't really trust the michigan state passing attack traveling i don't know um but my analysis of this game doesn't really change either way because i think the washington defensive backfield isn't very good and i think michael Penix has been able to feast on absolutely zero pressure clean pockets uh, pretty bad defenses, and I know that Jacoby Winman's going to be able to get home. You have that those guys up front, um, Slade if he's fully healthy, but either way, I mean, Barrow and Hanson, and, and these guys are dogs in the middle. So I think you're going to be able to get him off his spot a little bit. You're going to challenge him, maybe throws a couple interceptions. He's been prone to do that. And uh, and I think we're going to have some deep shots on offense. The Killer Bees are going to be out there. I heard that nickname for Berger and Broussard. I love that. I think the Killer Bees are going to be added again. I, I think I, I really like what I've seen out of those two. If we can really establish a running game and Thorne can work a little bit more on play action where he's more comfortable. I just I don't think that Washington is better than Michigan State. And Mel Tucker has proven to be a really good coach on the road in getting his guys ready. So that, you know, traditional kind of home field advantage bump in the point spread, um, I don't think it applies as much for Michigan State, who travels really, really well. So I I like Michigan State in this one. Um, I think it's going to be pretty high scoring. Like I would put the score at something like 38 to 30. But uh, yeah, I, I like the Spartans to win this one. The so Killer Bees. This, this is a Killer Bees podcast from here on out. That's a great nickname. Um, I think they're going to announce themselves as a focal point of our offense. I know the passing game was getting all the credit this offseason because Kenneth Walker's gone and we're replacing some on the offensive line. And uh, you got Peyton Thorne coming back, had a great year. The receivers, we all know how good they are. I think people were sleeping sleeping a little bit on the fact that our offense could be run centric if what we're seeing with the killer bees actually pans out. And with what we've seen from Peyton Thorne so far this year, I think the fo- the coaching staff is going to focus early in this game on leaning on the running game and really push into Washington's front seven and see what we can get out of them. Because if we can take the pressure off Peyton Thorne in a hostile environment by running the ball effect- effectively and efficiently, this game is going to be a whole lot easier. If you come out and the worst thing I think we could do is Jay Johnson's like, all right, I'm going to focus first quarter on getting Peyton Thorne comfortable. And then he just drops the ball on the first couple of drives. Then you're in yeah. a world of hurt. And if the defense doesn't come through, you're in serious trouble. The game if you go down ten nothing early or something, yeah. and Peyton Thorne has an interception, or we have a quick three and out or something, that's not a spot I want to be. So I think we lean on the run game early, see what we can get out of that. I think it'll be effective. They've shown iffy tackling in the back half of their defense. Our offensive line, it's going to be a good test for them, right? We got some youngsters up there and some guys who we haven't had to trust um, in the past as much as we do now. So it'll be a good test, but I think we get it done on the ground. I think we get a pass rush. The one thing on the defensive side that I'm terrified of, this feels like Purdue last year where Aiden O'Connell was more than happy to just grab the ball, take a two-step drop and fire it out and get it in receiver's hands long before a pass rush could get home. So then the question is how well can those linebackers get out into space and how well can we tackle, can our secondary tackle in space? They're going to get that all day if they want it. 
So how well can we stop and how well can we stop their running game? Um, I do think we have a chance to take away their running game. So all that said, um, I think we eke out like a total sweaty palm win in this one. We're just, you're, you're on the edge of the couch. You're like chugging beer just out of anxiety, <laughs> not because like you want to be, but because like, it's all you can think to do to kill the And nerves. every time Penix touches the ball, you're sitting there. Th- yeah. Yeah. I can For those lions that. fans who watch to the Eagles lions game, those like Jalen hurts getting those scrambles and Penix isn't a scrambler like Jalen hurts, but he did it a couple times in the last couple games. Like there will be a couple conversions, just those like well your remote through the TV yep. moments uh, in this game. It's going to be one of those frustrating, like sweaty palm, just annoyed the whole game games. But I think it's close into the fourth quarter and we get the job done somehow in the fourth quarter to come out with a single digit win covering these lunacy spreads <laughs> and uh, getting out of Washington with a real iffy win and maybe ugly, but just get back to East Lansing with the win and get into big 10 play. I love it. I'm so excited for this game. I think it's, it's going to be the first test. We're going to learn a lot before we start heading into the meat of our schedule. I mean, this next stretch coming up, Washington, Minnesota, Maryland, Wisconsin, Ohio state, Michigan. Is that right? With a the bye week before Michigan, that's off the top of my head. I, I'm fact checking as we speak. But we've got I, I'm yeah, so Washington, excited Minnesota, one. Maryland, Ohio State, Wisconsin, by Michigan. So six straight games. I mean, it depends on Maryland, but at least five straight games of tough football. Or not five yeah. straight, but at least five games of tough football in there with Maryland on the road as well. So so we're going to learn a lot heading yeah. into that kind of stretch of how confident do you feel in this team, right? So oh, I'm so excited. I think it's going to be a great aesthetic look. Michigan State's going to be in white. I hope we bring out like the stormtrooper looks under the lights with the white helmets, white pants, white jerseys. Um, you've got the, the purple and gold from Washington. You're on the lake. I, this is going to be one of those where like, the pan over shots and the, you know, coming in and out of the commercial breaks. I feel like this is going to be a really nice. I will say, look, we may not get under the lights, right? Cause this is seven 30 East. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I'm going to do a quick sunset in Seattle at seven 20. So it'll start uh, to get like twilighty, but well, it's a primetime game I was, on an ESPN yeah. broadcast. So it'll probably be, well, that was the thing hours. is I kept thinking like this, it'll be kind of that second half will be dark, but I guess, yeah. With how these games you, go these days, it'll be a five hour broadcast. Right. <laughs> yeah. so the whole second half will be in the dark. So there you have it. We've got three. We agree on three. We don't, which means one of us is coming out on top this week. There's no splitting the splitting the disagreements. One of us is uh, it's going to come out with a win and uh, you can compete against us too. I know we plug run your pool all the time, but personally I really enjoyed having all of you to, uh, to compete against. And uh, even in the weekly, maybe we'll get some small, like weekly prizes going later in the year. You know, if you, if you fall behind, but you want to keep picking and you want a little stakes, maybe we'll, we'll get to that. If we announce our full winner or our full prize, our grand prize next week, we got to have something to, uh, to start kicking around. So I like there it. you go. I like Get it. Your picks and shout out to uh while we were recording this podcast, we got another entry from Horned Spartan SD4L underscore retro. 
So uh, if you're listening, shout out, welcome, good luck. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So enjoy the game, everybody. If for everybody's making the trip, we are very jealous. That'll be an awesome trip out to Seattle. Uh, maybe you're listening to this on the flight over there. Uh, but uh, everybody else, couch will be comfy. The beers will be cold. And uh, we're hoping for a, a really big win here to start the uh, tough stretch of games for Michigan State. So until the recap, until Monday, talk to you guys soon. Enjoy the weekend. Go green. Go white. Take care, folks.